Hello, Josh. Hello, Ari. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. With Josh and Ari. (laughs) With Josh and Ari. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Some might even say a burning hot minute. It's been piping. It's been a piping three weeks, Josh. It has been a piping three weeks. How the devil have you been? Oh, my goodness me. It's been a... It's been a crazy few weeks for the world and in the world of ourselves, hasn't it? It has, and the rest of the world as well, as the news headlines have gone. Coronavirus. Yes. First case announced in London tonight. And of course, it's in Camden. God, I love where I live. About a 10 minute uh, drive away, would we say, from where we are now? Well, it's a 10 minute walk away from my flat. (laughs) So I'm uh, locking myself away for the foreseeable, as if I needed another excuse. It's got to the point where I feel like it's just destined to happen. Like I work in Camden. I'm just terrified. I did have a bit of an illness last week and I thought, shit, it's happening. It's the end. I feel like everyone's at that point where they're getting ill and everyone's just going to the doctor about it, just in case. It is, but we did have a girl on my team who came back from Hong Kong like two weeks ago then I was quite ill for the week and you just think the worst don't you it's scary this is the end it's honestly just not but like uh it freaks me out I'm honestly on the bus on the tube everyone's got these masks on yeah. yesterday got the tube to work rushing a little bit obviously maybe. rare for you <laughs> running a little <laughs> bit late and I feel this like and it's one of those where everyone's queuing to get on the tube and you've already missed three trains because it's so busy and you're just feeling like you're done with life. Oh, and I felt this it. body like press against my back and I was like, oh. And I turned around and literally like maybe three, four inches taller than me, staring down into my eyes with this guy was like with his hood up and this heffing coronavirus mask across his face. <laughs> and he was just staring <laughs> into my soul. And oh, I God. honestly felt like it was the start of the purge or something. It's honestly freaking me out so much. And then you pulled off the mask and kissed him. Absolutely. Oh, Times are tough. When's the wedding? <sighs> well, it is Valentine's coming up, so you never know. If you both make it to Valentine's, that is. Well, with our, with our <laughs> deadly disease that's stopping love in its tracks. Oh, my goodness. So what else have you been up to in three weeks, Ari? Well, um, I have hopefully just today signed for a new flat. Congratulations. I say Cheers signed. to that. Cheers we have to a that. Clink? Should we have a little clink? Come on, let's have a clink. Go on then. I think that calls for a celebration. Love that. I hope everyone heard that. I don't think I did on our plastic glasses. <laughs> um, I went to see, I've seen a million flats over the last two weeks. It's been super stressful. We all know what it's like in London. You go see a flat, you think, oh, maybe I like that. And it's gone within five seconds. It's all very last minute as well, isn't it? Which is stressful. My contract ends in three weeks. Mm. So I've been a little bit stressed. But we saw a place today, loved it, told them we wanted it. And we're waiting to hear if they've accepted the facts we want it. Because apparently that's the thing. But it's looking pretty promising. That's good. So that's exciting. And just remind me, what continent was it in again? Josh isn't happy with me because I'm moving to East London. And as we know, (laughs) I currently live in North, which Josh treats like I live in the heights of Scotland. Yeah. Even though he chooses to live nearer Devon than Central London. I mean, so obviously I live in West, which is, you know, really, really lovely that way. And even to get to where you live now in the North, I probably have to get two flights. I live literally in Camden. Yeah, but even still, I probably have to get one flight and then maybe a connecting one if I can't get a direct Look, flight to your house. We all make Whereas choices, now, my darling. Now you're in East. God knows, it's going to be a long haul flight, probably. Oh, well, we've just looked and it is, in fact, three tubes and an at whore at best. So Josh is. <laughs> I mean, I told him, Josh knows I've been looking for a place. Josh knows I've been stressed and he couldn't even be excited for me for half a I second. I am excited. I just cheersed you. I wish you all the best of luck. With rage in your eyes and a grit in your teeth. <laughs> You'll love Not East London, all. darling. Hackney, you're going to love it. I'm sure I fit right in in Hackney. You will. <laughs> you'll, you'll fit in a tree. God. <laughs> um, what else happened? Well, uh, with the move, there's obviously been a lot of talk about what's going to happen to Ariana Grande, Cardi C and Nicki Minaj. Right, but the they're, they're all your fish. But I don't... <laughs> I think I want to put them up for adoption. Right. Is that something normal people with well mental health do? Since when have I ever claimed to have well mental health, Josh? <laughs> Don't come I've never me. seen a fish for up for adoption. But I'm just a bit over it. And like, they're too stressful. And I'm scared about moving them physically. I okay. don't think they'll make it on the track. So... Is it all you do just shake a bit of food in every day? No, I don't even do that anymore. I've got an automatic fish feeder. 
Right, so what actually I is involved in looking after them? Which in about so, two months. What's actually involved in looking after them that you're so concerned about? Checking they're not dead every other day. That is like that's the extent quite of having That's You've had a bit of a pass, fish. haven't you? Have we been sold? No. We haven't, but Another maybe we'll save it for the finale. A bit of a teaser. <laughs> I don't... This is the thing. I think because I don't feed them anymore because of this fish feeder. Right. That I set up while I was away. And I just haven't been bothered to take off. I've got nothing to do with those fish except checking every now and then that they're not floating at the top. And that is actually vile. Christ. So if anyone wants some fish... A really lovely pet. They sound like it. Do how you want them? um how much are they going for? How much free. You... Free. Take them. Well, I don't know what I do with them, but I think I'd probably take them off your hands for free. Would you? Have you got to get permission from your landlord? It says we're not allowed pets. Oh my god, you'll be fine with some fish, Josh. I do have you around occasionally though, so uh oh, clearly we're bending the rules there. Do you actually want them? We'll talk after. We'll talk after. Okay. We'll cross the I's and dot the T's. I might get possessive if you get them. I might come and steal them back in a fit of rage. I think my issue is I probably want to put them in a fish bowl because it's so aesthetically pleasing, yeah, but, but it's you're not cruel. allowed. It's cruel. It is cruel. That's why I probably wouldn't get one, but they would look really cute, like a little goldfish in a fish bowl. But I mean, they're not goldfish for a start, so maybe I'll find a better home. Have you got one that looks like Nemo? No. Have you got one that looks like Dory? No. Then I'm not interested. <laughs> Moving on. What's been going on in your life, Josh? Oh my God, it's been a long, 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 long three weeks. Oh um, I saw Madonna in concert. Sorry for the bumping my uh, wine glass on the mic there. You might have heard a tsunami going um, on. Yeah, I saw her. She was, um, she was interesting. Me I mean, you just told me she looked like a sagging hag. Wow. The thing is, I, I, I went with my mum. The tickets were really expensive and we were like up in the upper circle. So the cheapest tickets, but still really expensive. And I think we had quite high expectations having seen her tour DVDs previously. And she's quite athletic and acrobatic and people will be like throwing her places. and She'll be up one thing, down another thing and Sounds spinning like me around. Sounds like in my dating life. <laughs> but you know, she's quite, for her age, she used to be really good. And I'm only talking about three years ago, not that long ago. Mm. Whereas with this one, I think she had to scale it back a bit because she's been a bit injured, but she had quite a hectic tour schedule being basically touring every night. And I'm like, well, you're 63 and you can't really be touring that I much. couldn't even do it at 23. And because it was in the Palladium, there was no screens. Like It was nice because it was intimate, but at the same time, like, you couldn't really see her. Like you could see her on stage, but you couldn't like see the detail of her face. So I think we were just a bit, um, I don't know, we were expecting a little bit more, mm. I think. But, you know, still to say you've seen her, tick off the bucket list. Was that your first time seeing her? It was my first time seeing her, yeah. Maybe last the time? last. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She might not tour again. Who knows? That's morbid. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, big topic of this week, Storm Sierra. Is it Sierra or Cara? Well, I'm thinking of like, my goodies, my goodies. Because I keep calling goodies, it Sierra, but I don't think it is called that. I think it's called Kira or Kiara. Well, all I know is one R&B goddess called Sierra, and that's how it shall be pronounced Let's from there on. I mean, I'm so with you on that. Honestly, she's had countless number ones, and now she's causing havoc across the world once again. I mean, again. it was a storm for one day, although it did It wasn't, Ari. It was one day. No, it was at least two or three. And honestly... It was the Sunday. There were, I don't know if it was a door, a window, or a roof in my building. And it kept slamming. And you felt oh. the ho- the wind actually like come through the walls. And it was actually quite petrifying. I thought the glass was going to shatter. And all of our houses was actually like me well, and my housemates. They did shook. say on the news that it affected Devon quite significantly. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm like, people all over the country felt it. So I'm like, that's quite a huge See, storm. See, I got so severely screwed over by it, but I didn't think it was that bad. That whole day where it was at its worst, I was at my parents and I was driving around. It was a bit rainy at times, but that was it. Like, I was driving and I didn't feel any wind on the car. Like, I felt oh. totally fine. The only thing was, I was meant to come back on the Sunday night, obviously, for work on the Monday. Yeah. All of the trains got cancelled. Oh, God, yeah. And planes as well. four nearest stations near to me all cancelled. There are two different lines I can get to get back to London for my parents. Both completely fucked for the whole day and night. Christ. So you I were had, stranded. I was stranded. I had to work from home on the Monday. God, and then come back on Monday me. night, which is a bit shit. But reminds me of when I got stranded in Spain when there was that volcanic ash cloud over, was it Iceland or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being stuck in Spain. A bit different to being stuck in Litchfield. True. Every time I say Litchfield, I just think of Orange is the New Black in the prison. 
and light hands. Same thing. Same Sorry, thing. Mom. <laughs> anyway, shall we move on to our topic for this week? I'm so ready for this. This so, is a topic that people have been chomping at the chomping. bit for. We said it right from the beginning. Series two, we got around to doing it. What is it? We're going to be talking in lieu of Valentine's Day. <laughs> All things dating. All things dating. We're going to get romantic. We're going to turn the heat up. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> of course you can. So <laughs> let's start off, Ari. What are your thoughts on dating? Where's your head at at the moment? Are you open to dating? Are you ready? Oh, I feel like I'm on a therapist couch. <laughs> Literally, when did this all begin? What age? God knows I need it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need more wine. Oh god, right. Well just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down or send me Morse code. I feel like I am very independent and yeah. I like that I've got where I am and done everything in my life mm. just on my own. Mm. So now for me it's quite difficult to be like wanting to let anyone take any credit. You, so just I would, because you're dating someone doesn't mean they have to take credit for anything. Not take credit, but just like I like the fact that you know, I've managed to get where I am without someone by my side. Yeah, but you can still be all of those things oh, and still fully. be dating someone. I'm just a sociopath. <laughs> I think that's what we <laughs> yes. need to learn from this whole Thank episode. God, episode three of series two, we got there. <laughs> and he's signing off. So, <laughs> I, I, like, sometimes I think and debate the idea of it, but I think I just, um, I'm not ready. I don't want to yet. Yeah. I've been in a long relationship before and, like, it's not for me you know you can find your soulmate and things can be happy or whatever yeah but for me it's not really shit I don't I don't want that but yet. it doesn't have to go to like 100% serious you can still date oh you can yeah still be quite casual that about you know dating oh that sounds fine yeah like, I don't mind that like I but, don't mind you know it doesn't have to be marriage in two weeks you can still you know just go for dinner go for drinks see but each other every thing. now and again see you can I kind of like get into that state where I'm like I'll date like I want to be a 20 year old woman that dates that sounds so great 20 year old woman 20 something okay let me feel young please <laughs> I was gonna say but then you go and it just ends up being disappointing and it ends up being a waste of time and they end up being a dick and they end up making you feel like shit in some way and then you're like I was way happier when I wasn't dating well they should wasn't... be making you feel like that oh god why am I on the therapist couch oh, <laughs> literally you're actually you're in your own bed and I'm just sat here on the chair but not, bit like not talk make, to me about your feelings not even make you feel shit but you just go and you're like oh like this is just not fun like this company isn't yeah. nine times out of ten true but that's obviously it's an experience of a bad date but but I feel like I have well. more fun with my friends and like doing and going out and like dating to me feels more like a chore at this point in my life because mm. most people are just disappointing that's fine what about you <laughs> well obviously I am in a happy relationship you <laughs> and they, have been that must be so fun <laughs> so I've been in a relationship for just over two years so quite a long time and just as a disclaimer for this whole episode I feel like I don't really have much dating experience because I feel like when I got to the age where any relationship was a serious relationship I was in that relationship for a few years and then I literally I think I had about a six month single stage yeah. and that's pretty much the only single stage wow. I've had apart from when you're at like secondary school and it doesn't really count yeah so I haven't really had that many dates and then in that period I had one date I think and it was with someone that I already kind of knew from school anyway yeah. so I haven't ever really had that experience of wow. going on the apps meeting up with someone going for dinner going for drinks and I don't know I feel like if I was single you know I probably would be at the same time I'm the kind of person which would get very stressed out and scared by the prospect yeah that's like meeting where up I'm with at. someone that you don't know I feel like that isn't really for me necessarily hence why the people who I have dated or have been with I've known previously before it escalated into something more romantic or relationship but I think that's a, if I was to get into a relationship I'd so much rather it start that way where you like you get to know someone first without like diving yeah. straight in I think when you start dating and that's like the first you've ever met them is when you're on a date it sets the precedent of like what what it is and what it should be and you're getting to know them because you're dating rather than dating because you know them yeah that was so deep that was very deep but oh my god I think I've cracked Literally. it <laughs> welcome to our TED talk god <laughs> love that um but I think I'd rather date someone that 
you already know because then you're kind of dating them for the right reason rather than just dating because you feel like you should date. True, but there was a time where you didn't know anyone. <laughs> that didn't make sense. Be really careful there. What I'm trying to say is the people who you knew and you feel comfortable with them. Yeah. You didn't know them once upon a time, so you had to yeah, get then, to the point of knowing. But them. you're not. But then, when you're getting to know those people, you're not necessarily getting to know them because you're thinking about dating them. True. So, Do like, you... if you go on a date and it's the first time you've met them, mm. you're talking to them because you're on a date with them. You're dating them. You're getting to know them because you are dating that person. Yeah. Whereas. If you get to know someone, I don't know, like through friends of a friend or like at work or like, yeah. I don't know, any so, normal place where you meet people. Yeah. And then you get to know them. And then like after however long you're like, oh, wait, then like that's surely like a nicer way. That's how yeah. I like, not that there's a right or wrong way of dating. Disclaimer, everything we say in this episode is like so personal yeah 100 it's just our experiences i think obviously we've got like someone who has dated someone who hasn't dated <laughs> which is quite a nice balance but like me asking you so obviously you've just talked about how it's more comfortable if you know them how does it feel to go on a date with someone that you don't know um is it scary are you nervous like how do you prepare for something like that or does it not bother you i so i've been just for a bit of history i've been single for over two years now and I think I've become, I've got very comfortable with being single. Mm. Just like how you get comfortable in a relationship, I've got very comfortable being single and like the lifestyle that, that comes with. Yeah. Um, I don't get that nervous. I will always do a shot before I leave the house, mm. which is quite intense, but you d- I definitely would never turn up sober. I don't think that's intense. I think you want to loosen up a little bit yeah. before you get there. Because I think we're all a bit more loose and conversational and friendly once we've had at least one drink. I think, I've, I think I'm think i more nervous when I go on second dates or I'm date if I'm going on a date with someone that I So know. do you think there's more pressure on the second date than yeah. the first? Oh, fully. First date is just like... Mm. I like like, that doesn't really phase me but do you feel like first impressions count like are you big on that yeah but I think I come across as who I am straight away like I come and I'm like will be exact like pretty much does what it says on the tin and like 90% may find that a lot Mm. but they might still go along for the ride and that's why I don't (laughs) oh my god I don't mean like that Just got do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> okay, but do you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. It doesn't. I I don't because I'm not that invested on a first date. Like, I don't really care. True, it's testing the waters, isn't it? A yeah. first date, and it's just like getting dressed up and going out for a drink, really. Yeah, true. And like, you might hate them, and you might have a horrible time. But you'd have to ever see them again. Yeah, true. especially in London, it's so easy to date in London. It's hard to date in London because. 90% of people are arseholes mm. shout out it's easy in terms of number game when I had that six month single phase when I was at uni there wasn't really the opportunity to date very much because I was at uni in Exeter as you know quite a small city mm. and I mean, at that time, there was no Hinge, there was no Bumble, there was no all of these apps. There was literally just Tinder and Grindr. And I feel like Grindr's a little bit sleazy, oh. never had it. But so I literally just had Tinder. And I would get three, maybe four people like to swipe through every day and that would be it. So there was really like no opportunity to date or meet new people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. No. I feel like, yeah, now you're talking about all of these new apps in London. Like, it's so much easier. That's thousands. But then does it make it harder? Yeah. Because it's just, like, I end up just, just like... I mean, to be fair, I'm at a point now where I rarely... I haven't used dating apps in a quite a long time. Yeah. Um, But when I, I have gone through periods of using them, purely out of absolute boredom. Yeah. Um, And... I don't know. There's so many people. I just end up swiping no to absolutely everyone because I'm like, no, you've got weird eyebrows. <laughs> no, you've got too many pictures with your mum and that's a bit weird. <laughs> right, quite specific. Well, we'll get on to apps in a little bit oh, anyway because I'm interested to um like pick your brains about apps. Okay. So before we um go into dating etiquette, why don't you sum up your dating history in one word? I'm... Pick, I'm kind of going between two. There's <laughs> okay. two that I'm I might allow three you to. between that I'm toying between. So it's either messy 
traumatic or disappointing. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Well, I would say non-existent, but I think that might count as two words. Depends if you hyphenate it. Um... Wow. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> um, moving on to dating etiquette. So I feel like this is quite an interesting subject because I think everyone has a different view on dating, a different relationship with dating. Yeah. So just putting it back into kind of like your kind of experience, what would you say your ideal first date would be? Mm, drinks. Yeah. Drink, just drinks. Drinks. Or one of the best first dates I ever went on was drinks and activity. Like uh, in London, there's so many things you can do. Like yeah. whether it's like going to bounce or like swingers. All sorts, yeah. Something that's like you start with drinks, like get to know them. And then you go off and do an activity that's like fine. Like it's like a common ground it's like you can laugh at. I'm yeah. super competitive. So like let that kind of like funny trait come out <laughs> in like a really brutal way. Um, I would honestly could not imagine anything worse than doing dinner on a date yes this is what i was going to say i think for a first date agree definitely drinks because i think it's good to kind of loosen up a little bit and kind of like get talking but then i also feel like it's fun to do like an activity because it kind of like distracts from any awkwardness which might arise because if you're kind of like stuck for anything to talk about you can concentrate on like what you're doing but yeah i agree i feel like maybe dates in the future but it it's hard to think of like one food which is acceptable to eat on like a first date because anything you're either mouth's going to be full for too long it's messy you can't really have a conversation and I think it's one of those things where like if you're both eating one person kind of needs to be talking yeah. so it's quite difficult to kind of coordinate that I a little bit. I feel like bit. something chill like pizza is always good on a first date. But then you you know the pepperoni sliding down your chin the cheese is stringing off and also like going everywhere like it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, this is just why I don't date. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think drinks are obviously a good one. What do you think is the worst thing that someone can do on a date? Like bad manners? Is there anything you've ever experienced which you've been like, oh, absolutely not? So many things. Really? On a first date or like like on a date? I've actually got, I don't know whether this is better for a segment later. I think it probably is. But basically, I'll do a little teaser now. From the dates I've been on. Because Josh will know from being my friend for like best part of two years that I have don't have much luck with getting sane people that I go on dates with. So I've ended up compiling a list of Ari dating rules or like red flags to look out for from the offset. A little bit like Julie new rules, like one to pick yeah, up the phone. Absolutely. But Ari's dating rules. So a lot of these, I've, I'm sure I feel like I've still got this note somewhere. Um, a lot of these have derived from first dates where I've been like, absolutely, that is something to look out for. Um, I feel like a, like clear ones, like being rude to waiters, waitresses. I yeah. hate that. Same. Um, what else? Um... I was going to say them being on time, but like I'm always late. <laughs> I feel like you can be angry at someone for being no, on time. Because I actually, I went on a date a couple of weeks ago and they were phys- to my face, were annoyed at me for being late. And I was like, A, I was like 10 minutes late, which is not a thing. That's not bad for you. That's, that's basically really early for you if you're 10 it's, minutes late. That's exactly late. what I said. But also, like, I don't think you should have... Okay, maybe we'll leave that one. I think they should be on time, but I don't think I should be, basically, because I just should have a different set of rules for that. Okay. Um. Here we go. <laughs> this is my Tinder rules, but it's more for, like, their profile, so maybe I'll save that for the app segment. But, um. yeah, I think the one on here that probably goes for dating etiquette is doesn't recommend the local spoons in the town that you live in for a good first date spot. Doesn't recommend. Doesn't recommend. I think I remember you telling me that, that actually. That was not fun. Really? When I was like, oh, do you want me to pick the place? It's Camden. Like, I've lived here. I know it quite well. And they were like, no, it's cool. I'll find somewhere great. And they're walking around and they're like, that spot's meant to be amazing. And spoons. it was spoons. You're and joking. I was like, it's spoons. It's probably because he thought he was going to get you a meal and a pint for £5.80. I mean, I love a spoons, babe, but not for a first date. No, not for a first date. You want up the ante. Absolutely. At least KFC. 
at least an Maybe a Papa John's, yeah. But anyway, those are probably <laughs> the two key ones for me. That's, that's where my good. standards that's lie. That's where your standards lie. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> anyone got a bit higher than that? <laughs> and you're on to a winner. <laughs> we'll leave a number in the description. <laughs> Can we actually do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> what about you? Um, well, like I said, I am not avid for like first dates, but I just think in general, in terms of like dating etiquette or like even just any of my friends that I was with, I say, like you said, rude to the waiters. I feel like that just puts you in a really awkward position. Also, not going on their phone. That stresses me out so yeah, much. Yeah, on a date, like I think I don't really care that much. But I think if you're on a first date, you shouldn't be on your phone. But definitely not think, scrolling definitely not replying i even think out for dinner with friends and stuff i get annoyed I, i've got annoyed to you about it before i'm like everyone phones down i'm the queen of being like phones yeah away, dinner true i think definitely no on a first date but also things for me just like being really loud maybe like if you're in, like in a restaurant Are you don't you want them like for me <laughs> no but you don't want people like turning around and staring at you because yeah, someone's being so loud or like picking up bones and sucking them like things Are like really that coming for me <laughs> i don't know i'm just like things like that would just be like a really turn off i'd just be like no but as well i like, like the nice shit like pulling out your chair and stuff like... oh but i don't th- i don't think anything like that really i don't know do you think that matters i don't think it matters like it's definitely not going to put me off like i'll take anything at this point i mean but it's it cute. would just don't be nice don't get me wrong it's a nice gesture I mean? but obviously like, i can sit on my own damn chair like i don't need you to pull anything out for God, me you're so sassy i'm so here <laughs> for it um i think a key question on the on. note of this who should pay at the end of the date right okay do you know what? I think this differs in straight relationships as it does from gay relationships. Because, for example, when me and my boyfriend were dating and now we always split. But I think, you know, we're on pretty much similar money. Like, it doesn't matter. I think on a first date between, like, a guy and a girl, I feel like it's nice for the guy to treat, right? But I think if you're going on, like, more dates or, like, say the guy might be, like, dating multiple people... I don't know, I just think as you get kind of like further into the dates with someone, then it should be more equal, because I'm like, that's a lot of money, really. Especially if you're going to like a really nice place, having a really nice meal, alcohol, the lot like it does add up to be quite a lot. And I don't know whether that should be like rotated, split, whatever, but I think like the guy shouldn't have to pay every single time. Yeah. I think the first date, it's a really nice gesture to do that, and I think that should be done. But like, you know, four or five dates down the line like if you had that that could be hundreds of hundreds of pounds do you know what I mean yeah I guess I think for me my rule used to be whoever's asking who on a date which I guess typically is the guy mm. but I think now with apps and stuff that stuff's really that's really blurred because it's like you're both talking to each other you both agree to want to go on a date yeah being asked out in like the traditional way isn't really a thing anymore so I would wig out so much if a guy was insistent on paying. I think that would be a huge put off for me. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was like mid kind so of shook. mid kind of like kind of burp, but kind of yawn. So I was like, well, I'm so glad I incite that reaction. <laughs> but just like to me, that just screams I'm old fashioned. I probably don't actually have much respect for women. No, I don't think that I don't, at all. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. But I think, obviously, I I really applaud you for like having those views. Don't get me wrong, but I think like a lot of girls would expect the guy to pay on a oh, first date. I hate that. I hate that. You're reducing yourself so much. I know, but each of their own. I feel like you watch a lot of first dates, and like a lot of people will expect the guy to pay, which is fine. But I think if the guy oh. offers, like I think it's a nice gesture. It's a. Ni- I won't ever think that. I won't think bad of them, but I also think they're only doing it because they feel like they have to, and I don't like that. I'd rather, no, true. I'd rather either pay half, yeah, I'd rather pay half and split it completely because then I think it allows both of you to leave and like work out if you actually want to see them yeah, again. Because true. neither of you like benefited from the date, like financially or anything. You didn't go away being like, oh, I got a free meal, like, and then yeah. he's there thinking like, oh well, I brought her dinner, so like I'm, she's owing me something or like yeah, another date I see or whatever. What you mean. You can leave and just be like, work out what you want from it. 
without yeah. having lost anything, if that makes sense. It's difficult with things like meals, isn't it? Because I think if you went out for drinks, then maybe you could take it in turns to do rhymes oh, or yeah, something. Totally. You could be like, oh, I'll get these, you get the next ones, blah, blah, blah. Whereas, yeah, when it comes to something like that, and like if you're going to like a bougie place, you know, if you're first dating things, and, you know, it could add up to quite a lot. And say you're a guy who's single and is wanting to like, you know, maybe go on a few dates or is not having that best of luck. Obviously, that could turn into hundreds dating. And I, I, know. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have hundreds spare to be having loads of dates. But this is what I mean like everyone who's here as well like our sort of age living in London no one's like absolutely minted yeah we're all like we've all got rent to pay like no one's got the money to be like splashing out on bougie dates I just don't think it's like the modern way of dating I don't think it's how it should be done but amen thanks for coming to my TED talk also be a strong independent woman and pay for your fucking self amen <laughs> should we go into Avanza this week absolutely after that little intenso Kenko moment woo okay who's going first you can go first okay to explain what Avanza is for God, people know what it is now such a strong woman <laughs> okay my first one is coronavirus <laughs> overrated or underrated I think it's under I'm joking um I think it's probably actually overrated because how many people have got it? Like nearly 50,000, but really... Is it that many? Yeah, but like there's not actually... There's only been a thousand deaths. There's not been... Proportionally, it's not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. I mean, It's scary yeah. how quickly it's spreading. It is. But, um... I mean, I don't know. I want to say overrated, just I feel like there is mass panic, but then there must obviously be mass panic for a reason. There's panic because it's spreading quickly, but like I think that people are dying are like weak immune systems, old people, young people, mm. the same people that would die if you, they got a flu. But it's isn't just not it weird how you have like these swine flus, Ebola, coronavirus, like they just kind of appear from nowhere. And then they just disappear. And just kill all these people and everyone goes into mad panic. There's hotlines, there's quarantines and you're like... They're building hospitals in three days. Well, yeah, that, but don't you just think it's a bit like, where have these diseases come from? How did This is what I'm saying. How do they just appear from... Well, I mean, they obviously come from somewhere, but, like, why now? Why is it not, you know, I don't know. So we're both saying overrated. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> Get it off. And we've just found out, I think we've already said it, but find out that it's 10 minutes away from us being treated. Stunning. Oh, stunning. Love that. Right. You're over under. My first one is Valentine's Flowers, or receiving slash giving flowers for valentine's day do you know what i'm gonna say underrated i mean you've probably received a lot more flowers in your life than me but have you, I, ever, have you ever received flowers i think twice Aww. maybe three times in my whole life have you ever received no what i'm talking now is like you're at work you're at your desk you're having a slog of a day and then suddenly you get an email saying oh. there's a special delivery waiting for you at the desk and you go and it's a big bunch of flowers with a Valentine's balloon from yours truly, secret admirer when you know it's just like your boyfriend of five years who's trying to make a scene in front of all your work colleagues. I've not had anything delivered to work, now. Or like just generally receiving flowers on Valentine's Day. Do you know what? I can't think about Valentine's. Probably. I think I've had them like through the post, like in the door, you know, which go through the letterbox oh, yeah. and you build them yourself, which is nice. But I love getting flowers. I feel like a lot of people probably think guys don't want to receive flowers. But if someone brought me flowers, I'd be over the moon. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, really, if you're <laughs> I think it's really, really nice. Now I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was going to go in big bitch being like overrated. That's so cringe. But I love getting flowers. Everyone loves flowers. And like, let's face it. I also love attention. So I would love to have the whole like. I, I've i got some flowers at work today in like the least Valentine's way possible. Mm. And I was carrying them on the tube. And the looks I was getting. I was like, oh my God, everyone thinks I'm like. Yeah in the loveliest relationship i've had that as well like i've literally been to like aldi bought some lilies because they're like one pound 99 for our living room at home and people are standing on the tube like oh bought flowers out of you and, I'm and you're like, like if only fucking me <laughs> they're going on the mantelpiece in my living room so calm yourself <laughs> calm yourself but it's nice isn't it i love plants and i think like flowers number one really do affect your mood and when you just see them in in you're staring at the flowers on your bedside table with your cheese look, plant on the other one they just look lovely they just look lovely i really wanted to say overrated and be like that's so shit but well, now like, you've changed your mind now yeah i just think they're lovely and do you know what power to you if you're gonna be 
I mean, I I'm here for flowers all year round. I think just Valentine's is a bit gash, but we'll go underrated. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's Treat Christmas. yourself. My next over under for you is <sighs> Uggs. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't find it. Um, overrated. Overrated. I feel like they're nice when I don't even like the feel of them because that wool is a bit like squeaky. But then you put them on for like five minutes and then it's just hot. Right, here are my two issues with Uggs. Right. Number one, people overstepping the sole on the side. (laughs) Yeah, that's so annoying. Just sends my OCD into the next galaxy. Number two, the 2019-20 renaissance of Uggs. Like, stop trying to bring them back. It's like Crocs coming back. It's like, no, babe, leave that in 2006 where it belongs. (laughs) Um, And I don't know, like, they're probably lovely. They're probably great as like a slipper, but I wouldn't want to leave the house in them. So how much are they? Over a hundred pounds. Oh God! How I'd many rather flowers spend could you get that. for that? How many dominoes? How many flights? How many something else could you get rather than getting bloody <laughs> something Uggs? Something else, good one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though? Yeah. So we're I'm both like, going overrated. Yeah. Good for being quite boring so far, aren't we? We normally have a bit of a spat yeah. on this. <laughs> True. We're agreeing Speaking on everything. Speaking of which, my next one: oh, overrated or underrated? Being in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> What's Harry gonna say? (laughs) (coughs) I would say underrated. You have to say that though. It'd be a bit shit if you turned around and said overrated. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think underrated is really nice to be in a relationship. Nice being happy. That's so nice. (laughs) You are happy. I think it's overrated. Overrated. (laughs) Burn them all alive. I'm joking. Um, One thing I do think is overrated about relationships, though, is like PDA in public. Oh, oh. I cannot tell you. On the tube, people commute together and then they get off their station. This is what I mean. That's the only thing I would say is overrated. Straight people. Stop straight people. (laughs) Twenty twenty. people are overrated. I will be on (laughs) the district line and I witnessed the most fucking cringeworthy thing I've ever seen they were sat down they literally were like linked arms they were like oh, heads leaning on one another that's me and, and you when we commute together they kissed all of that and they did the worst thing I thought they could possibly do the nose rub twitch no and I no, was like I actually no. have to get off of this carriage <laughs> I'm just immediately. gonna wait for the next one <laughs> I just Burn like the whole carriage and I was just like do you know what I don't need to witness this and neither does anyone That's... in about a 50 centimetre circumference around me. I'm literally squirming. Yeah, so that's overrated. No, fully. Just like smug people in a relationship. But I'm like, I see people and I'm like, you probably live together. Yeah. You don't need to be that inseparable. You're going to be seeing each other in eight hours when you cook the same dinner that you have every Tuesday but night like, together. But people be hugging on the tube. And I'm like, you've probably come from the house which you live in together. Yeah. And you like do not need to be doing this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's Give too it much. a break. It's I too mean, much. good for them. They're happy. But at the same time, like, there's but a time and they? a place and it's not anywhere near me. Oh, dear. Yeah. Get them off that carriage, babe. Is it your last one? No, it's your next one. Is it? Isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, having five a day. Five what a day? Fruit and veg. Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that, you psycho. <laughs> Desperately underrated. <laughs> Shut up. No, I do think it's underrated. I think it's overrated. I always feel so good when I've had five bits of fruit or veggies a day. But is that psychological? I don't know if we're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly. I just think, you know, I'm sure it is good for you. You know, congratulations, everyone. (laughs) But I'm not going to go out of my way to... I'll always go out of my way. Right. Anyway, no, moving swiftly on, Harry. Your last <laughs> so one. So, why do you think it's overrated? Let's unpack it more. I'm just a bit fed up of it all. Like, <laughs> I know we all need to be healthy. I know we all need to eat fruit and veg. But, like, I think sometimes people can be obsessed with the idea. You know, you see it on packaging one of your five a day, and I'm like, great. But, like, you know, I think life should be all about balance and like <laughs> having a good amount of Everything. good, a good amount of bad. And, you know, calorie counting, five-a-day counting, it's all just really negative. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. You know? 
I like doing it, but I feel like it's quite easy to do without having to make a huge scene about it. Yeah. Plus, also, you know, when you kind of like find something miscellaneous or like you wouldn't think counts to one of your five a day, and oh, you're yeah, like, that's always quite nice. Like a can of beans or something. Yeah. You're like, one of my five a day. Or one of those All bougie right. orange juices that you're like, yeah, oh. and you're like, fuck it, I'll take that for yeah. one of my five a day. For <laughs> <laughs> five of those. Count the entire thing. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> your last one. God, you've really thrown me with that one. <laughs> My last one is the TV programme First Dates. Oh, I would say underrated. Me too. It's one of those things I won't go necessarily out of my way to watch, but when I do watch it, fucking love it. Uh, it's stunning. You've got to watch it to the end because oh, you've got to find whether they stay got... together and or sometimes not. Sometimes they won't tell you what's happened after it. They'll be like, oh, and they carried the night on and you're like, and then you're what? like, no, Trina, give me the facts. Are they married? Have they had children? Grandchildren? Well, one of them did. I know. Get married or have uh, kids. Do I cry without fail every episode of First Dates that I watch? I find it so heartwarming. I do, but there's all each and every person has a sub story, don't they? Oh, Which is shit. fine. I eat but that up. It's really difficult to watch sometimes because you're just not expecting it because they seem like these normal people. The, the and worst they is when you're watching this, it like... with someone and then you start ripping into them and they're like, yes, yeah, so when I was eight, uh, my goldfish died and then, uh, and then my granddad died and then uh, I actually got hit by a car and you're like, fuck. You're like, this person's been through the ringer. And you've just been rinsing them for the past five minutes. Literally. And then you start crying by the end of their day because you think <laughs> they've had a lovely time and you think they found their soulmate. I've been to the First Dates restaurant. <gasps> I'm dreaming to go. I actually went Valentine's Day <gasps> last year. No, okay, I take it all back. Or if two I could years plan ago. my dream for, if two I could, years not ago. first date, if I could plan a dream day, I. I'm dying to go to the First Dates restaurant. It's stunning. It's very different from the show. Really? Yeah. I think I want to go on the show. Do it. You'd be great on the show. Oh, I don't know if I'm triggered Let's by that. Let's sign you up. No, you would. No, because be really I'd go good. on and they'd be like, what are you looking for? And I'd be like, nothing serious because I hate relationships. And then when they ask you about your sub story, you can talk about your fish. Oh, that's true. Exactly. We'll sign you up later on. Yeah, but on, then they'll pair worry. me with a fish weirdo. And they'll be like, I also have loads of fish. And I'll be like, <laughs> I work oh. in an aquarium. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, this is what my life Dream is. Dream man. <laughs> anyway, so what a lovely over-under that was this week. I and really a lovely topical one to finish. <laughs> so, I think the biggest phenomenon, culture shift, topic, the lot, has been apps. Dating apps. Just apps in general. Apps. The Apple App Store. So that's obviously like changed the game in terms of dating, especially from our generation. How do you feel about the apps? Mm, I feel like they're just there and you can't really avoid them. You kind of just have to go with it. It's like coronavirus. You've just got to accept it and move on. But arguably it has quite literally transformed dating. Mm. Like back in the day, think about like our parents, grandparents, they wouldn't even be able to call people to go on a date with them and literally be like, right, meet me here at this time and that's oh, it. Like that. Whereas now you've got millions oh, of men at your I'd fingertips. Be screwed, wouldn't I? I'd be like, oh, meet me here at this time and I'd be late and they'd have pissed off. That's true. They'd be like, she must be dead. <laughs> so <laughs> Move on to the next caveman. But do you think it's made life easier or do you think it's made it harder in terms of dating? Harder. Yeah. I think people go crazy with the idea that there's so many people at their fingertips and I think the power can get a bit too much for a certain species that start with an M and end with an N. Right. Well, (laughs) I think the one thing about apps is you can never tell who's on the same page as you because everyone who goes on the app is there for a different thing. Some some people are there for a husband or a wife. Some people are there for something casual. Some are there for a one-night stand. But you're not going to know that until you probably go through the heartbreak of finding out. Do you know what I mean? And you're on a date with them and they're like, so what are you looking for? And you're like... yeah. I'm Which not really is a difficult sure. And it's obviously made it easier to literally meet people that have to even trying. But at the same time... Also, something I've experienced many a time is when you're talking to someone on an app and they casually come out that they've got a girlfriend. Really? And you're like, oh, this isn't even for single people. This is, is it for like people cheating to... or they want you to introduce you in the bedroom as a third party? Cheating. They're in an open relationship. Like the lot. God. And it's just like, this isn't even a safe zone for single people to be sad together. This is like... This is treacherous. All the fuck boys, all coming out to play, and you just don't know who's who. The one thing I will say, do you think it's good, the apps, that you're able to kind of like vet people? 
because obviously it's good and bad because you're never going to have that initial conversation to know whether you're going to have that spark but if you know that you've got a type or you look for certain characteristics you can kind of like cut through all the people you know that you're not going to have that connection with and kind of narrow it down to something you think that could actually work do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing Mm, bad thing because I think you can have a spark with anyone Mm. not any I don't think you have a spark with anyone I don't think you have a spark with a set type yeah but it's so easy to like swipe and discount someone and you don't even know them based on a photo and it could be the love of your life this is if you met them in real life this is true I don't know like like I've used them in the past um but I don't like I don't I don't enjoy it Hmm. I'm not like oh my god I can't wait to like go back and get I, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't know anyone who enjoys using them. I think people just feel like they have to be a part of it because it's yeah. just how dating is these days. I agree, actually. I've actually, I don't know anyone who is like pro yeah. these apps. But I think everyone seems to think everyone else is, which makes them feel like they have to be. Exactly. Because it's almost like another social media page. But how like, sad is that? In the same way you scroll through Instagram for hours a day, you also feel like you need to kind of put yourself out there on these on apps that. it's like finish on instagram straight to tinder tinder's not working out on to hinge <laughs> little so scroll on you, twitter and then i'm going to bed so when you have your matches on these apps who is likely to start the conversation and what is that conversation so i've learned the etiquette with this and i've okay. only recently learned this i would normally normally would not care about messaging first because if i match someone i'm like whatever i'll message but then i've had guys message being like message back being like why like why did you message first that's insane not insane but just being like that's like not a thing but then basically I've also there are guys who will put in their like bios or what message me first kind of thing mm-hmm. what I've learned the etiquette is if you swipe and you match with them as in they've already liked you then you message them but if you swipe and then like five ten minutes later they match with you they need to message you right because you can see, you know, if you match instantly and yeah. then you know whether to do it. I, I see. think that's how it should, that's how the etiquette is. And when that happens, how are you sliding into the DMs? Is it with a smooth line? Is it, hey, how are you? What do you do for a living? I don't like hi. I think that's boring. Is I also don't like going in being like, hey, you a cat or a dog person? Because it seems really unnatural. I'm normally, if I message first, I'm just like, hey, how's your evening going? So you on Hinge? I have it. I don't use it. But do you think something like Hinge is better to start a conversation because you can like start the conversation from something on their profile, which starts something off? Probably, but I've also never had a good conversation on Hinge. Oh, okay. I, I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I find Hinge a bit... Hinge is just a bit ag to set up. Like, you have to spend ages on it and like you have to answer like a million questions and it's all just a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit full on. And then I think Evan on Hinge is like, you know, looking for the husband and the wife and the kids and the Range Rover and the Cotswolds type thing. That's like the impression I've got from it. Like, I'm not sure Hinge is like my people. True. Okay. Well, you mentioned earlier about your Dua Lipa red book of red flags. So would you care to read us any more of your red flags for dating on apps? Okay. Let me find my note again. (laughs) I'm intrigued at this. So, listeners, if you're listening still, if you're still here with us. Tinder rules. Here we go. Number one. one. (laughs) Don't pick up up the the phone. phone. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. Must have picture with teeth. Just in case they're missing any. Just in case you think, oh, they they look nice. And then you go on a date and they open their mouth and you're not so pleasantly surprised. Really? And it looks like tectonic plates. Yeah, it looks like Jeremy Carl all up in their grill. Or the Grinch at the beginning when he's got that mask on. Honestly, learned from experience with that one. Ladies, <laughs> they don't have a picture with teeth on their Tinder. It's for a reason. They probably don't have any. <laughs> Number two. Look, I'm just wiping out everyone I could possibly match with. How many's on this list? Fifteen. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> can speed through. <laughs> this is comedy so bad. Oh my god! No, there's some I can't read out. Okay, do you you want to leave it there, or do you want to bring? No, I'll read. I'll read out some. Number two doesn't live with their mum. Okay. Number three not in a relationship. (laughs) Number four. (laughs) I went on a. I've been on dates with two people with baking Instagrams, and they've both ended up being absolute sociopaths. Really. Number nine. 
I've just skipped a few. No little hands. <laughs> Number ten. <laughs> Mustn't own a pleather varsity jacket and wear it on the first date. You know that story. I do, yeah. I mean, if you own a varsity jacket, burn it. Number twelve. Doesn't run past you to get to the date on time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was coming up for this date. And I was running a little bit late, but not that late. And they texted me being like, I'm at Camden Station. I'll be there in like five minutes. And I literally like a second ago walked past the station. And I was like, well, I'm 15 minutes away. So I don't know how they're five away. And I carry on walking. And I see this person like sprint past me. And in my head, I was like, I bet that's my date. Oh, no. And then I got there and I saw him and he was absolutely panting. And I was like, oh, my God, it was the sprinter. <laughs> it was the sprinter. So that, that was an instant no. Um, number 13, I've already read this one. Doesn't recommend the local spoons in the town that you live in for the date. Brilliant. Number 14, don't be deceived by one fit picture. Mm. So if they've got one picture where they look good, but the rest you're like, I'm not really sure. No. Number 15, and this is probably quite key. <laughs> this happened to me. Oh, Doesn't refer to you as, quote, you country folk. <laughs> <laughs> when he found out that I was from Devon. You wait until you live out east. Like... God knows what they'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> so those are just a few of my rules that just I've acquired from my two years of dating. I feel like that should be carved in a stone somewhere. <laughs> I think, it, yeah, my gravestone. Oh, Christ. <laughs> All the ladies can learn from me. Honestly, I honestly think if every girl followed those rules, yeah. we'd all be sorted. Yeah, they're on. you're on to a good streak there, I think. I reckon so. Have you got any red flags yourself? Have you got anything that would be an instant no? I mean... Would you say no to a pleather varsity jacket they wear on the first day? Probably. Yeah. I think... If it was teamed with purple vans and bootcut jeans, you certainly would. Let me tell you that for free. Christ. Well, there you go. There is dating summed <sighs> up. That was a roller coaster. That was a roller coaster. I feel winded. Mm. Not as much as a roller coaster as your dating history, apparently, but. <laughs> and now you see why I want to be single. <laughs> An interesting delve into the psychology of Ari. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed this topic, even though I have zero dating experience, but it's been. Lovely, really hashing it out and hearing what you like really say about feel your triggered. life. I honestly am thinking back and I'm like, I want to delete everything. No. How is that my life? It's How is that fine. fair? I'm I not, it's... I think it's, I'm not that weird of a person. I don't think I deserve this. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so thank you, Ari, for this amazing topic and thank you for opening up about your dating history. And thank you for just telling everyone how happy you are and how lovely that is. Don't be silly. <laughs> well, anyway, make sure you like, comment, rate, subscribe, whatever you do to podcasts in this day and Block age. Us. I'm not quite sure. Block <laughs> us, maybe. Report abuse. Run away. Report us. Run away to faster your local... than my Tinder date. Run towards me. <laughs> Report us to your local police station. You know, any press is a good press. <laughs> um, but yeah, goodbye, Ari. Goodbye, Josh. It may be... 9.21 on a Wednesday evening, but it's five o'clock somewhere. With Josh and Harry. Bye. Bye. Bye.